Would you like to strengthen your marriage, encourage your children, and grow your family relationships? Join author and international evangelist Sammy Tippett as he ignites the flame in your heart for your family. And uh, we have again today, this week, uh, David and Shirley Walker. And time, but David, Shirley, it's good to see you guys. Thank you. And uh, Thank you. I've, I've just told you right before we kind of went on this that. Uh, I was in church Sunday. <laughs> Hooray. I mean, I, I, I thought the ceiling was going to fall in. You know, I'm, first time I've been gone for so long, and we this such a busy yeah. first half of the year for yeah. us, you know. Well, and, we, we, know, we know where you are when you're not there. We know you're, you're on, on mission, and there's an excused absence for such things. <laughs> you're not in trouble. Well, it, it really enjoyed. In fact, what I wanted us to do today, if it was okay, is just talk about Something that you brought up in your message Sunday morning that I thought uh, really is relevant for people today. You know, you, you were talking about words. You were talking about uh, there's a time to speak, time to just be quiet, <laughs> which is one of the hard things for me. Uh, but uh, you, you were talking about that. And, and, you know, I've seen, David, I've seen it in my own life. The power of words have, you know, can build up or tear down. You know, I mean, you, you see people just destroyed by a few words. And then yet, uh, on the other hand, you see them, boy, just encouraged and built up by by things. And uh, so I, I thought it'd be good if we talked about that, especially in light of husband-wife relationships, parent-child. Mm-hmm. And so why don't you just mm-hmm. kind of get us started with a, a little bit of what was on your heart Sunday that you shared. And, and, and let's, let's take off from there. there and there really are... A- a number of verses and even passages that deal with the tongue and speaking and and the the role of the James is just one of the strongest places mm-hmm. anywhere in the scripture. It just says that your whole life can be set on fire by your tongue and that you reap the, the either the rewards or the curse in a sense of what of what comes out of what comes out of our mouths and and then he you know James also says you, you can tame wild animals, you can put a rudder behind a big ship, but nobody can tame the tongue other than just the power of the Spirit doing that work, you know, doing that work in us. Um, you, you know, sometimes we think that there are other things that uh, are so noticeable in our lives that, mm-hmm. boy, that that's the tough one for me. You know, if I mm-hmm. just overcome my patience or lack of patience or if I can overcome lust or if I can overcome uh, anger, but, but the truth is the tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can bring it under control, you can probably bring just about anything else, if, yeah. and that can only be done by the power of the Holy Spirit. And and even as this subject comes up, particularly in the context of husbands and wives, that you know, I I don't know about you two, but I I know just between the two of us that that it's such a humbling place because we just I fail so so many times at that at that place, and we've Shirley and I have had. Uh, many occasions over the years to just to have to come back to each other and just say, "Will you please forgive me for what I for what I said? I didn't. Uh, I never should have said what I said. You know, and, and it's hard to reel them back in." But uh, let, let me ask the two of you, and 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 then Tex, I'll come to you on this. Let's start off with the positive, uh, and then we'll go over to the negative, and we'll end up with the positive, maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> sandwich it in between. But what do you? Intentionally to try to 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 speak a blessing, to to encourage, to lift up, to build up one another. Surely, Dave, do y'all, or, or does it just kind of 
as it happens, or, or, or do you? I would say that David is a tremendous encourager. In fact, uh, probably that's where some of his spiritual gifting is. And I've learned how to play tennis simply to hear my husband say, "Great job! You just didn't, mm-hmm. you know, you we we do uh, long to hear from those that are significant to us words of affirmation and uh, that." I've had to work. I work on that more so than than he does. I don't know. Maybe you work on it, but but it, I have really seen that it is so important that I am verbally affirming my husband in every opportunity before our children, uh, in front of other people, uh, because it does matter. It matters to him what I say, just as it matters so much to me what he says. Now, now, Tex, you you are you are a lot a lot like David. I I think I have to work. On and, and it's not because it's harder to work on. It's yeah. because uh, I just, in my nature, is, you know, uh, I kind of grew up. If you did something that was right, that was because that's what it was, what it was mm-hmm. supposed to be done. So <laughs> you didn't get compliments or, or anything. And so I've had to but learn. But you really have grown in that. I mean, I've seen that. I mean, that's when you come from <laughs> there, it's not hard to grow. But yeah, I mean, you're. I'm, I'm like Shirley. I wouldn't have been... Uh, getting up in front of women and sharing and, and teaching if you had of encouragement because I'm very content just to stay in the background and oh that wasn't and, yet. I've been and, pushing <laughs> <laughs> you did I, you did and so I think those are that's one thing in in uh, just in affirmation as a mom and as a wife I mean you um, you have you know and, do you think there's and I guess what I'm getting at here is you think there's kind of dispositions that some people just have a harder time with with it, because you you are, uh, and, and David, you've been an encouragement to me and the board and saying things, uh, you know, that have been real helpful to me and, and a blessing to me, and it, it's given me confidence and and you know that you know it's been really appreciated and and of course, Tex, for all these years, you've you've uh, you know you have encouraged me. As a matter of fact, I don't know that I can ever think of a time. Oh, I can. Let's don't go there. But really, I mean, you know, you've, you've just always done that. But does it come naturally to you? or, or uh, I think it's just the uh, part of it's the spirit. But I think, um, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I, t- I, I, think, I, I think the more you, you live together, the more you... You understand each other. Mm-hmm. And some of it can be selfish and some of it can be maybe unselfish. But in the thing of tennis or hiking through grizzly bear country or skiing <laughs> down black slopes, that, that kind of thing, I, I wanted somebody to do that with me. Partner. you know. And so I would, I would say, you, you can do this. Now, there have been a time or two when I over-encouraged <laughs> and we got halfway in the middle of something and she's looking at me like, what did you, what did you talk me into? But, but I have learned that... And because she said back to me, it matters when you think I'm beautiful or when you think I can do something or you think I can make it. And that's been a reinforcement back to me to keep that encouragement coming because it does seem to matter to her. And I, man, I've I've said this real openly. The one person that I want to hear encouraging words from when I walk off off the platform after preaching is is surely yeah you said that sunday morning and that is so important for there's men something and women. you know there's just something about the the place that a mate has in god's plan that it's you just got an open door into the heart of your spouse it's not 
it's not originally designed to be to be uh, shuttered or, or closed. And so we can either really speak encouragement or we can, you know, we, we can go another direction. I want to insert in this place in case someone's listening whose spouse does minister and you observe a zillion people coming and saying to your spouse, you did an amazing job. That was so good, blah, 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 blah. And I think watching, standing over, you think, he gets plenty of encouragement. You know, he doesn't need to hear. Mm-hmm. Just assume that he knows that you feel that way too. Mm-hmm. Whereas uh, it, it really has been amazing to me that it is more significant that he hears those words from me than from anyone else. The uh, I, I think, Tex, your, your mother is such a positive person, you know, and speaking positive things that you grew up, and it's kind of, for you, it, it seems to be just in your nature to me to be building up. I mean, you just... It, it it just seems to be the It's a natural. joy to me to see whenever mm-hmm. I see somebody that's doing something positive or growing to say, boy, you know, it's, you, that's mm-hmm. really good. I mean, you, you mm-hmm. like you said, you've done a great job because you see them be encouraged because I know what words do to me if somebody speaks positive that it helps me to say, okay, you know, I'm going to do the best I can in the power of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and I, and I want to please Jesus and, and, and be a witness for him. Oh. So I think that's, for me, it, I have to, I have to consciously make a decision to do it. It's, it doesn't come naturally, uh, you know, to me. I have to consciously uh, think, you know, I, I really need to say something positive. You know, I need to compliment. I need to express appreciation, and uh, and so it, it's it it seems like there's a, another step. And so I think for people who who it doesn't come naturally with because of their background or whatever. It's something that you have to daily bring before the Lord. And I think part of it, you know, for me has been, I remember many years ago, uh, as a young Christian, you know, I had to start off the day thinking negative thoughts and I had to mm-hmm. just say, Lord, I'm bringing every thought captive into the obedience of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as I, I did that, uh, as, as I brought those thoughts captive in the obedience of Jesus, mm-hmm. then I became positive mm-hmm. and, and I speak positive, you know, but, yeah. uh, you know, I, I found that it's, it's just something that I have to, I have to make a decision about mm-hmm. to, you know, and, and I feel, I, I feel the same thing that mm-hmm. probably you feel, but it's just, mm-hmm. it doesn't come quite as naturally for me to. To do that, um, part of that is that renewing of the mind, which you're talking about, mm-hmm. that your mind, you're a critical thinker and you analyze a lot. And yeah. I think that's part of it. And you're th- looking at the positive and the negative, and then, but to let mm-hmm. the. Yeah. And then when you say a critical thinker, you know, I don't think you're positive. saying critical spirited. I'm, no, no, I'm, no. I'm, mm-hmm. I think it's, very analytically. My mind, right. I was very good in math, and my mind just kind of analyzes everything. Mm-hmm. And I see the good, the bad, the, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I can sit down and tell you. This is David. These are the points that were really great. These are the points that were really bad. And I'm not thinking that I'm hurting you, but I, I can be crushing somebody yeah. Yeah. because I'm just trying to be okay, very objective. You know, Sammy mm-hmm. Tippins objectively, and 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 can you don't handle need it? That can you handle it when somebody does that with you? If if it's yes, I say yes and no. If I know the person loves me, yeah. I can handle it. If I think the person's out after me, then I have a hard time handling it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and, and there are people, and I think we earn the right mm-hmm. to be able to speak like that. And I have to watch that because I haven't earned the right in everybody's life mm-hmm. to talk mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. And so I, I have to be very careful. Uh, you know, Shirley said something. I've learned a lot about life and living, and I still grade about a 
D minus and, and a lot of things, but, but one of one of the things that that she said from a that that is descriptive of perhaps a wife's place in living or maybe maybe where I'm going with it is that she says that it is it, it's not an uncommon thing for her to need or for, for her to receive instruction or direction or even correction because she's she's under me right. she's under authority uh, in a right so it's not that difficult to receive analysis but when she would start analyzing me or start giving uh, giving then then I'm why is this bothering me you know why when you know when somebody when she would start just kind of taking stuff apart. Here's the good. Here's the bad. Or focusing on one particular thing, and I can end up thinking, you know, she's just she doesn't think I'm doing any kind of good job. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm but I'm not used to. I don't know if it's just men or if it's just me. But can, there can be something about if if the the you, within that place of authority, you're not necessarily as used to receiving. I don't want anybody to throw anything at me. At this. <laughs> necessarily as used to having to receive correction constructive criticism or direction as perhaps someone who is who is is under authority mm-hmm. and and that helped me to you know to see okay her 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 desire in this is not to just shred me is not to just take me apart she's not saying my whole life is rotten um, but she's used to having particular things pointed out that she mm-hmm. needs to be Corrected, or she wants to be corrected. There's, there can be more of an openness to receive instruction, direction, correction, course correction than perhaps somebody who's the one who's used to giving the direction mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, on a professional level, um, David, I, you know, doing some writing and has to go through editors, and yeah. uh, when it goes through editors, sometimes they can you know, get it back. Oh man, yeah. but you know, and and I, I, what I discover sometimes editors will tiptoe up to me with the corrections and things. But I want that because mm-hmm. I know I know what they're doing is trying to make what I have better. Now, yeah. I have only only one time in a book, and it's only been on one occasion, where I felt like the editor took the book for himself and tried to make it his book. Mm-hmm. And and I, I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. But on, on, on the whole, most of the time, and if, and if we could see that, uh, I think that if if the person you know, and there has to be a trust level there, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a trust level. You know, the person loves you, and they want you to be a better person or better, mm-hmm. uh, more, you know, then then that's for me. I can receive that. I have a difficult time receiving if I think they're wanting me to do their thing, the, so to speak. The heart, right? Not. Were you going to say something? Well, I was going to say, you know, that's one of those places that what you were describing as far as how you see. Uh, criticism or suggestions or whatever you want to call it versus me when I read the book that that just discussed the differences between men and women because God mm-hmm. designed men to need respect and to be in that place that be more important to them than love you know whereas for me it's more important that you love me than you respect me it, it, being, <laughs> being able to see and think well I put this on you as so you ought to be able to uh, me to throw five different things at you and say what about this this and this and expect that you wouldn't feel threatened by that of thinking she still respects me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the balance there of understanding 
the differences between the two of us and the weight of those words that it's so important that you hear from me that I do believe in you. I trust your leadership. I want to come under your leadership. But, hey, what do you think about these different ideas? You know, I'm bringing them to you because I respect you. And and I desire to be under your leadership, not to tell you this is what I think you should do or whatever. So One of, one of the things that a friend shared with me a long time ago, she said the thought processes of how we think through things as men and women are really different. And, and so there several years ago, I would say, okay, well, we would look at each other like you're from Mars and I'm from Venus, and you know. And and so I would say to Sammy, well, my thought process is this, and it's different. But what is your thought process? And I have found that that mm-hmm. has really helped us, mm-hmm. whether it's in confrontational type things mm-hmm. or whether it's in building up, or that that makes a difference. I, I see, and all, and and another way to phrase it is, what do you hear me saying? You know, yeah. when I when, <laughs> when I say this to you, what do you hear me saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, well, this just opens up a whole huge house in this thing of, of husbands and wives and the scripture just saying, you know, wives respect your husbands. It, that, the, the, the one thing that the man wants from his wife is that she respects him. And the one thing that the woman wants from her husband is that she loves him. And he loves her. Was it Gote? I forgot. A man said, a man will become what you think he is. I mean, and we yeah. can speak, because there are some men and women that may be in circumstances, husband and wife, that they may not think their husband deserves their respect or the wife mm-hmm. deserves their love. And But that's mm-hmm. not the question. The question mm-hmm. is, is that God's put you in that situation. Because it may not be marriages. I mean, we've all walked through our tough times in marriages, but mm-hmm. there's some that may not be at the point where God has us at by His grace right now that, you know, I, I want to love Sam and He mm-hmm. and He wants to love me and respect one another. Mm-hmm. But there's some that maybe. what do you do to, what do you, how do you talk, share with people like that for a wife or for a husband? That's in that situation with words, the power of words. Well, you can just see the result of it, I think, in marriages and in relationships, that that the wife may so want for her husband to be more of a take charge, more of a, you know, sure of himself, more of a commanding presence. But if what he is hearing from her, just a perpetual, you can't do anything, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know why you're even trying that, or, you know, that, that, that can undermine um, his his ability to be confident. And the wife has the capacity to build up her husband's self confidence in a way that nobody else can. But at the same time, you know, if 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 the wife, um, well, I tell you, even you know, even recently, there's been a just a just a real tragic set of circumstances that that came about in a couple's life where the mm-hmm. the husband introduced to the wife pornography mm-hmm. she had never been exposed to that and but in an attempt to spice up their marriage or you know whatever the deal was he he brought this in and would want her to watch movies with him and want her to see pictures or you know what the whole the whole deal but but what that did it, it had the exact opposite effect internally on that wife it it caused her to feel as if he he doesn't care anything about me. I'm not good enough for him because there have to be all these other images of all these other women. She ended up having an affair mm-hmm. with somebody that that she thought really did care about her, mm-hmm. really did. She was important to him, you know. Just and it just one of these innocent <clears throat> Christian couples, you know. And and but the gap was this: the the, the husband 
not realizing that sin is always going to produce death. You're never going to introduce sin into an equation and it come out with life. Yeah, so here, enter, enter sin, and, and the immediate results were what's perhaps gratified the husband, but the long term was he doesn't love the wife, he doesn't love me, and, and, and she became convinced of that and was opened up to a neighbor bringing a daughter by to stay at their house, and that deteriorated into... The, the, the good news is she, she saw the error of her way. She, she saw what, what she was doing was wrong, but I had to say, I mean, I had to sit face to face with when they came in to see me, and, and I, I had to say to that husband, it was, and I said, told, told his wife, you need to hear this. He has committed adultery on you again and again and again and again with the images of all these other women. And you cannot, I'm saying to the man, you bear a major portion of the blame of this whole thing. She made the decision. She did what she did. But you cannot think, well, I'm up here because I hadn't committed the act. And she's down here because she has. And from now on, it's going to be, you know, I've got to look down at her. But you opened the door. Not only did the thief, the thief didn't have to knock the door down. You opened the door, propped it open, and welcomed the thief in. You know, David, I think, you know, like in the situations that you're describing right there, I think that a real major part of the problem is communication. Because instead of communicating, Satan comes and says, hey, I'll give you a quick way. Right. To settle, solve this problem. You got a problem here, you know. Your intimacy is not what you think it ought to be. Therefore, uh, here here's the solution, and just bring in these outward things, and 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 Satan does that. When the reality is, and the reality was that probably the two of them needed to sit down and openly, honestly share where they were at, pray with each other, pray for one another, share their hearts. Uh, they probably didn't feel like they could, but that's what they needed to do. And mm-hmm. and, I, I, and and I really think this is at the heart of what we're trying to talk about today. Is that you know, and I, I think of um, you know there there was something that happened while we were in Africa to to me, and I talked to Tex about it a little bit that in war torn countries, especially we were in Liberia, and it's it's war torn. It's so filthy. It is so filthy there and and after a while I, I just you know the filth was just getting to me and just physical physical, physical filth. yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. talking about the dirt yeah. and the trash and yeah. everything because the infrastructure has been you know torn apart in the in the country and we were out walking one day and i got to thinking you know what i feel here what must have god have felt you know to, he came into the filth of humanity, the God who's perfect and pure, and you know I'm not perfect and I'm not pure, and but He was and is, and He came into this, and yet instead of turning Him off and saying, "Man, I can't wait to this, I get out of this," He gave Himself completely for 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 us, and communicated His great love for us, and 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 as a husband, that's what I'm to do, you know that. Not to run, not to, but to to try to let Tex know how how much, how deeply I love her, and I fall so short of that, you know, so many times. But that's my responsibility as a husband to really, to really communicate uh, 
and to give her the opportunity to communicate with me and uh, mm-hmm. us to be able to share. And, and uh, that, that communication process is, mm-hmm. is so critical and so important, I think. One of, the, one of the things that somebody shared with me a while back, too, had a lot to learn, still learning, but they said there's four little phrases that open any door with ease. It's a poem. Thank you. I love you. Forgive me and please. And if you if you let those four phrases become a part of your life that you're thanking people for how they have ministered to you, please, would you please, it's not a demanding spirit. I love you. I mean, we all want to know that we're loved. I love you and forgive me. That's probably, probably the that's the one I've said the most. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, those are just simple things, but that's mm. a simple truth of life that really affect us. I think the simplicity mm. of love and of mm. acceptance and you have a verse for us? You know, this is uh, this is out of Hebrews ten, and it's heavily underlined in your Bible, <laughs> so it must okay. it, it 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 must be relevant to you know to to all of us, and certainly it is. But Hebrews ten, uh, verse twenty three and following: For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the habit of some but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Mm-hmm. If there has ever been a time for that come-alongsideness, that parakaleo, that, in, that encouraging to be happening, it, it, just, it ought to be now as we see the day. But that it also, uh, one of the interesting things is consider, let us consider how to stimulate one another. The word for consider just literally means to examine carefully, study closely. I need to make a science out of studying how to stimulate Shirley to love and good works, mm-hmm. to to know that she is loved and to express love and to do the things that she's capable of and, and that would desire to do. And that word really for stimulate is, is the word for incite. Uh, consider, mm-hmm. examine how to incite, incite a riot of love and good deeds, good mm-hmm. works. And mm-hmm. You know, and you mentioned, Sammy, at first that you know, does this encouragement does that come naturally, or does that do we have to work at? It? But this this is saying, you know, Lord willing, some of it will be encouraged. It will flow naturally as the work of the Spirit reveals Himself in us. But but the assignment is you study how to encourage, and not you know, certainly not just people in general, but the ones closest to us, one we can have an effect on. I, I need to make a science out of knowing how, what kind of encouragement Shirley responds to, and that, that the result uh, will be love and good works. And it filters uh, down to, if you have children, to your children. Yeah. Renee yeah. and Dave, our son and daughter, are so different. And mm. how we stimulate or encourage them or say, okay, now here's a point of that maybe growth. And yeah. how we, and we can go to Dave and just pretty much head on and say, okay, this is, you know, these are the facts. And and he has a tender heart, and mm-hmm. with Renee, we, we're, we're a little bit more tender, mm-hmm. I mean, because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I, I really think, as a matter of fact, when you were reading that, I was thinking that one thing I was thinking, I think for me personally growing in this matter, my greatest growth took place when our kids were born, mm-hmm. because I was forced to have to learn how to to do that, and I was forced to have to study that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, okay, you, you discipline them, and then got worse <laughs> you know mm-hmm. now okay what's going on and so I had to study I had to mm-hmm. uh, learn and you know one of the things for instance that I learned with discipline of children was that I could correct my children if I had given adequate uh, affirmations mm-hmm. you know to them but if I had not been affirming them prior to that 
the correction was going to be a lot tougher. Yeah. So, but if I had been given them affirmation, then I had earned the right, so to speak, to mm-hmm. then correct them because they knew that I loved them. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, which is what I think that's saying, you study and examine how do you do this? How do you, how do you really make? And so I had to do that with our children. And, and I think that helped me in life uh, in general, not just their children, of course, you know, after text hit me over the head with a pan a couple of times, you know, I, uh, you know, <laughs> no, 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 Tex not has really. never abused me. <laughs> <Definitely sleep. laughs> <laughs> no, it is. I mean, it's, it is striking that the way, uh, you know, the power of words going all the way back to how the Lord planned to create everything that is. Mm-hmm. He spoke it. Mm-hmm. He didn't do it. He spoke it. And from that point to this, that power of life and death, the creative power of words and the, the life-taking power of words, Proverbs, the power of life and death you know, are in the tongue. And we had a, a marriage conference recently at the church, and, and um, you know, one of, Shirley and I had a, had part, a part of that to share in, and, I, and some of it had to do with this very thing of the, of the the strength of words and and building up or or tearing down and and I was just uh, taken again to that to the verse where where Jesus said if you if if you uh, have a desire within you and you believe in your heart that that's going to happen that God's going to do what you're believing then you're going to have what you ask and we you know we some have taken that passage and just kind of mm-hmm. gone nuts with it that the, the name it claim it right. kind of deal but. But we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. We cannot. We cannot jettison that verse and that principle that Jesus is teaching just because there may be some excess. And and um, it, it's the thing that you, if you, if you believe in your heart that she is the most beautiful thing that's ever walked the face of the earth, and and to be able to speak, mm-hmm. to you, you're gonna you you'll get back what what you what you speak out if it's if nothing is coming back. What are you speaking? You know, I was trying to tell our couples, if if there's if there's nothing there in each other of what you would desire, then then what are you speaking? It, it could it could some of that be tied back to um, just confessions. I'm not saying you're making something up that isn't in existence, but but the Lord can give. I, I know that Sammy, He's the Lord has given you a vision. For what you could see, text behind a microphone speaking to hundreds of right. women in different parts of the world. She may not have seen that, mm-hmm. but you saw it. Same thing with with Shirley. I have seen things just mm-hmm. as I would pray for her, and and the Lord would put the day will come. Well, when when you know you in your knower, you feel like you know it's there. It it is important not just to know it, but but I believe to speak that you know to speak those things, mm-hmm. to confess those things. Mm-hmm. Shirley, would you? Just lead us in prayer for the people who are listening that that uh, there are couples out there that need to begin to speak those things mm. and say those things mm. and pray that God would just do a work in, in couples and families mm. uh, in, in with their tongues and that uh, there would be a building up and not a tearing down and that uh, God would just do that work. Would you do that? Mm. Father, we thank you today that we can come before your throne, uh, just realizing that as the angel said to Gideon, who was hiding in the wild, the wine press uh, for fear of being 
seen. Hail, O valiant warrior, the Lord is with you. That that angel saw things in Gideon that Gideon couldn't see of himself. Lord, we pray that we would be found uh, leaving a legacy of our words. That that when we are taken from this life, that our words will remain in the hearts of those who we have um, influenced our children and our spouses. And Lord, we cry out that the legacy of our words that would be left in their hearts, edged across Mm -hmm. their minds, Mm -hmm. would be ones that would call them higher, call them closer to you, uh, to to shape them into the the thing that you see in them. Mm -hmm. Lord, we ask that we would have that vision for the person we're married to or our children, Mm -hmm. and our words would reflect your heart into their lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, I hope this has been a blessing to you, and we'd love to hear from you. Just send us an email at, and let us know. We, we uh, pray that God will bless you, encourage you, and strengthen you in the days to come. God bless you. We hope you've been encouraged. If you'd like to hear more, visit SammyTippett.org. There you'll hear podcasts, watch daily devotionals, and obtain books by Sammy that will ignite your faith, your love of family, and a passion to reach others.